whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. It is a new week. Yes, we're recording early this week a little bit because you're going to be going out of town tomorrow. Are you guys leaving in the morning? I feel like you're being so quiet right now. Oh. Only because I just know that when we start out this way, we... It goes downhill real quick. (laughs) Well, no, I feel like eventually at some point you get riled up about something and you get a lot louder. I don't think I'm going to get riled up tonight. I don't know. We'll find out. All right. This is better. I feel like you moved closer. Okay. I feel like we were disproportionately one of placed us was... from the microphone. Okay. and um, Yeah, I'm going out of town just for Are one night. Are you leaving in the morning? Yes, we're leaving as soon as we can get our booties out the door, which who knows what that will be. So like 10? <laughs> yeah. No, we're really trying to leave by... Early. Eight or nine at the latest, maybe earlier. We'll see. It's only one night, so... And we don't have to pack food. It's not like... Yeah. So I feel like we should be able to to manage. shouldn't be too hard. We really only have to pack pajamas and one set of clothes. So, yeah. For kids, so... Um... We're going down to Tucson to see my family... Is Brinley's birthday on Saturday, which is when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. So the day you listen to this is a birthday for us. And my niece's birthday is the following day. So we're going to have dinner with my brother's family as well. And Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So... We are trying to be more intentional. My sister and I are trying to be intentional about Since your parents seeing each other. Don't live there anymore to kind yes. of bring the family together. Yeah, my parents lived in Tucson, and we would just make times that we would go see them, and then my siblings would come to my parents' house for meals, and we would see them. But now we're having to take out the middle connector. And yeah. just see each other, which isn't we want to. It just is, has taken being intentional because yeah. it can be hard when you're not in the normal groove of doing that. So, so far, we've done great. We've seen each other in January and February and now March. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty often. As long as we make Keep it. Keep it up. March. Yeah. Um... So we are getting our recording in early. And this week for for me, <laughs> I knew it really wouldn't. I, I, I had in my mind for a while that I was like gearing up. <laughs> I didn't know up, what you were going to say. I was like gearing up. Like I, I, I was not ever planning for this to be like my full-fledged... <laughs> Like, start week of being more 
strict and intentional of doing lots more school and things, but it was, I, I felt like in my head, I wanted it to be like kind of my soft start, mm-hmm. like <laughs> a little bit, like maybe I'll add in a couple of extra things, but it also happened to coincide with spring break for a lot of schools right? and other, other kind of, uh, there's a word I'm trying to think of that is not coming in my brain. And it's like almost coming in my brain, but the word that's coming in my brain isn't the right word. Oh, stragglers. Like oh. stragglers to our projects. Oh, yes. So all the painting and stuff that we had done and we wanted to do some other things. Um, there were There were little parts that were like, well, we'll get to that eventually. And yeah. it kind of just fell into place that those worked out for this week <coughs> so I, I sneezed in last week's episode also bless you i've been sneezing a lot yeah it's all the allergy yeah. things that i normally don't have allergies except when i'm pregnant yeah like then i have all the allergies yes you get real sinusy congested and your yeah. nose likes to get involved with your pregnancies yeah yeah anyway um so other projects which ones did you do this week so we we really wanted the person who did our exterior of our house. We had also asked him to do our stairwell. Um, we needed a hanging, like a decorative carpet hanging thing that was up on the mm-hmm. on there. We needed that taken down, and it was kind of kind of like permanently up there. Yeah. So. He ended up needing to kind of rip holes in the wall and fix those. So he had come on Monday and he, his kids, a couple of his kids are my kids' ages and had wanted to come and play. So we're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, that would be a fun thing for them for one day. So I was like, you guys don't have to do as much school stuff today when your friends are here. And then the next day... One of our friends whose kids go to school and are on spring break asked if we could get together because they were on spring break. And so it's like, yeah, that would be great. So we did that. And then yesterday was, you went. Oh, to- yesterday we, we did piano lessons in the morning at my mother-in-law's and did cleaning. But then I had also forgotten that another friend had invited us to what they call Green Belt Day, where they just have a big grass like green belt in front of their house and they all the moms come and hang out in lawn chairs and all the kids they put out a bunch of different like cornhole and different ball sets and different things and the kids play they play tag and stick ball and they just play a lot they climb the trees and have a fun time so I'd forgotten that that was from 10 to 3, and I had already planned to do piano from 10 to noon, and so then I threw a bunch of food in a laundry basket in five minutes, and we drove down there. So we didn't get there till 1.30, but did that, and then had reach group, and then today... I uh, literally think I would die if I had, like, playdate type of things with people every single day. Because you also had people over today. Like, I'm just... 
I feel like I'm not an introvert. I feel like the first one didn't feel like a play date day to me. But it was like out of your normal routine of like doing things. Yeah. So when you do that every single day in a week, that just sounds like horrible. But this is the hard part for me because this is my normal routine that I have to like create a whole new. I feel like I could do this every day and I feel like that's what I want to do every day for the rest of my life. I feel like I could. Right. But then you really will never do any school. I know. So I fight again. I feel like I'm not usually this. I don't feel like I usually do have someone come over or something out this far out of the normal every day. But that's why it's funny that this was supposed to be my week where I, like, do that less. And actually, instead, I have done that more. significantly more, yeah. And then tomorrow we're driving down to Tucson, so... Mm -hmm. That's the end of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Try again next week, I guess. (laughs) So, but in other news, the good part of it has been that there were a few... One very significant thing. I think we figured out that we've... Shouldn't it's not really earth shattering. It's something we've talked about doing, and I just haven't quite known how to do it. And I think I just got to the point where I was like, I just don't care anymore if my kids think I'm mean, because it's not mean and it's necessary, and we need it to help life. And I think it really makes a difference each year that your kids get older and the number of kids that you get past a certain age. Yes. So I kind of realized that, like, maybe this is an idea that has been brewing in my mind for for several years. Mm-hmm. But every time I would visit it, it was kind of like, mm, I don't quite feel like I have enough kids to... I feel like all of this will get put on, like, my two oldest kids. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I can't dump all of this on them when... It, I have so many younger right. kids that it would be so much work to put on, like, yes. unevenly yes. distributed. And it's really my work. But I realized when I was kind of thinking through how overwhelming life was when I was we talked about that, that I'm like, okay, I have an almost 14-year-old, a 12-and-a-half-year-old, two 11-year-olds, and almost nine. Like, she'll be nine mm-hmm. by the time you're listening to this. And then seven, like... Those six kids, seven and up, is a reasonable right. age to be helping with some even things. Thinking, like I know you have kids older than my kids, but even thinking about the fact that like I only have two kids in that age range, right, is like just such a and huge so, difference. When so you have I think that, that the things that I've wanted to implement, how you're, how you would feel right now. If you tried to have them help with all of the things I'm about to say, right, would not be okay. It would be too like right. a it would lot be too to much put for on Katie the two, Grayson. right? To, to put on the two of them, yes. But when you have six kids that are their ages and right. up, and you have yeah. only three kids younger than that, mm-hmm. it's not really like it. The work can be divided up much. Spread yeah. out much more, so it's like it's like this thing that I've been mulling in my mind for years, but it always was like not yet, not yet. But like suddenly the other night, I'm like, it's time, like it's really time, and it's really okay, yeah. and it's really not too much for them. And that is, it's three simple like extra chore times categories, whatever, where I paired kids up. So 
My girls are one set of helpers, so it's like 14 and 9-year-old, and then my next one, 12, and my 7-year-old are a pair, and then the twins are their own, like, group together. Mm -hmm. And the jobs are helping me with laundry, helping me with lunch prep, and helping me with dinner prep. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever I need. If I need them to go get something from downstairs in the refrigerator, if I need them to cut up a cucumber, all of them are capable of doing the things that I would need help with. But what I've run into in the past is not feeling organized enough to... It's like, I'll be thinking, I need help with dinner tonight, but... I don't want to just keep grabbing the same person. I feel Mm -hmm. like I need some sort of schedule and routine so that I don't just pick on the same person because they're there or whatever. And trying to make sure that... So sometimes I'll, like, think, oh, if I just keep all of them inside from playing after 5 o'clock chores and say I need help with dinner, then I have all six of them saying, what can I help with? 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 And I don't have that many jobs. Mm -hmm. I have like three things that need to be done, not six things. And so then they're all standing around acting antsy and bored and like I'm inconveniencing their lives majorly and I'm (laughs) trying to think of other jobs for them to do and it just feels overwhelming and stressful. So it also, in the past, I would think of doing this. Like I'd think, oh, that's really sad to make kids come in after five o'clock and then let other kids go play while they're doing a job or after at lunchtime if kids are playing outside or it feels unfair to make kids be doing all the laundry when everybody really could help do that but when I thought about okay what's the right um, at first I was thinking okay do I have them each have a day that's one thing they have they all have their day for different things like Kenzie's just always, we've always started it with the oldest on Monday and Riken Tuesday and Emery Wednesday and Casey Thursday and got through until Archer and then Deke doesn't get a day yet. I don't know if it would start <laughs> over when like Kenzie's yeah. gone then Deke gets her day. I don't know. But what's their it's day things for? for like getting the mail and like feeding the fish, things that they kind of want, like chores that they kind of want okay, to do. Okay, like the special ones. That- the, they're still a chore. Right, but you can't just give it to one kid because they all kind of would want that chore. Right, and they all, like, ask to be able to do it. And so if I don't have it be specifically, like, this is your day to do it, then... So at first I was thinking, okay, maybe I can organize it by their day. But that also felt hard because then... We never even know what day it is. Well, and I think there's certain things. So I'm thinking, okay, Kenzie, if Kenzie's always helping me like which thing is she helping me with on her day and how does she only help me with one thing on her day and then the next day she does a different thing and the next day or and knowing that things like on Mondays she has violin lessons and she teaches piano lessons right and so that day's a little bit more tight for her so I was like okay I think weekly is the magical amount of time Uh where it's like yes you're gonna have to come in at five o'clock every day this week and help me with dinner. Except that they don't because Monday nights I don't cook dinner because Melissa does. And Tuesday nights I don't cook dinner because you do. And right. So, and Wednesday night I'm really having everybody pitch in and help. And so right. it's like, yes, it's really Thursday and Friday. And Saturday. And yeah. Yeah. 
and maybe if there's something, I mean, if there's nights that one of you isn't cooking, then... But it just... And it feels like lunches are kind of the same way. Like, there's certain days we have, like, leftovers for lunch, and they don't have to help with anything. And there's other lunches that it's like, I have a bunch of stuff to cut up for this lunch. And so having a couple kids (laughs) helping sit and cut up stuff instead of riding their bikes, they miss out on that for, like, 15 minutes. And then guess what? We get to eat lunch at a more normal time because it didn't just take me 45 minutes by myself to make lunch because it just took 15 minutes because you guys were helping. Right, yeah. Um... So, and the laundry can kind of, it's like we have goals of what to get done each day, but also if it doesn't get done one day, then we can do double the next day, but it's the same people. So it doesn't feel like, well, it was so-and-so's day yesterday and they didn't get it done. Yeah. So just all of it felt like, okay, a week feels great. A month feels like way too long to make them be stuck to one time period or job. So we did, we did do a soft start on that. Uh-huh. And I feel like it's taking my kids a little bit of time to get used to, this isn't like, ask me your one job you need to do and then you get to go out to play. This right. is like, even if, even if I can't give you a job to do immediately, you like you could just wait. kind of, yeah, and like hang out with me and... Like, yeah. learn to do things you haven't learned to do before and yeah. see if there's, like, you can help with things with Paxton because he's usually around. Th- just, yeah. there's more to do than just, like, help with dinner prep that you can just have a good attitude and help with. Yeah. And then it makes the whole house run smoother. So, I am encouraged that I feel like, for the most That'll part, be helpful. it has definitely already seemed like it's going to be helpful and... And I think it's cool because I'm already seeing little things that when you teach kids, like you think you've taught, you've taught several kids a skill of how to do something. Mm-hmm. You kind of just feel like you've taught all of them to do it. But I'm already finding things, even things like thinking every kid would know where certain kitchen utensils are I mean they like all have had loading and unloading dishwasher responsibilities stuff like that but realizing that if one kid just has always put the thing they didn't know where it went on the counter and then somebody just puts it away for Uh them yeah, that like those types of things come up naturally when they're helping with food prep stuff yeah, and that it's not a bad thing for them to know where these things are and how to do yeah. them. And so, yeah. So you'll get there someday. Don't worry. Yeah. This is one of those moments where it's kind of hard that we feel like we're kind of... So similar, similar because we life. have a lot of kids. But you have more kids than I do, but I have more little kids than you do. And you have more big kids than I do. Which it does well, I'm make just, things very different. I'm just a few years ahead of you. Yeah. I mean, is the reality of mm-hmm. it. Because eventually right. you'll probably have more big kids than little kids in, like, how many? Four years? Yep. So. Yeah. And four years doesn't sound like that lot, like... It doesn't sound like a long time. But on the other hand, sometimes it sounds like a really long time. Yes. And things, yeah, I mean. There's there's both aspects to it that. Yeah. But at that point, you would have an, a 14-year-old, a 12-year-old, 
a 10-year-old. And? And a... And a depending on the time of the year, a... An 8-year-old. 8 or 9-year-old. Yeah. And then a 7-year-old. Oh, a 7-year-old. Right. So that's your 5 oldest kids right. will be the 7 and yes. up. Uh-huh. And then you'll for sure have... Three under that, for sure. I mean... No. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe another one. But it's just that, like... Yeah. It's almost hard to fathom that you'll have more kids that are... I feel like for when you're really, really, really dealing with the little, little kids, it's like five years old feels like that big mark that they get past. And I do feel like there's a significant jump at that. Right. But then there's this even other jump at, like, around eight, where I'm saying seven, and I feel like seven is possible when you're matching them up with, like, a 12-year-old. Right. The seven-year-old's capable of doing a lot Mm -hmm. that they might not be capable of doing if they're, like, by themselves or matched up with, like, a three-year-old. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's it's a new... It feels like one of those things where you just see the graciousness of God working and putting into place. Like, he doesn't really give you more than what you need. Right. But in this time of feeling overwhelmed at the circumstances, he's like, and praying for wisdom and praying for discernment, praying, like, how do we manage this? Like, I think that's... It can be easy to forget that that's one of the main jobs he's given us is to be a manager of our home. Mm-hmm. And while a lot of these jobs do are are our responsibility, yes, it doesn't mean we have the task of being the one who does every one of them. Right. Yeah. A, a good manager is not going to put work on to the people that they're given that discourages those workers that is unwilling to help them that is unwilling to train them that is unwilling to work alongside them that has a bad attitude so I think you have to like keep that in mind as you manage that this isn't about it's not about this mentality of like just throwing your work on other people and like oh I don't have to do anything and I just get to sit around and manage like that's not what a good manager looks like the managers who sit around in an office and aren't there like really walking alongside the people under them are the ones that all the employees hate Hate them yes and that's not what we want to be in what we want to cultivate in our house the manager who has a bunch of employees under them and like won't ever give any tasks or responsibilities to any of them right. and tries to do it all themselves and micromanage every single aspect of everything and right. wants it all done like just themselves to do it right also creates a really bad yeah. work environment yeah. and so I think just remembering that my job is to look for the ways that I can delegate disperse the work do it in a way that isn't that my kids don't feel like I'm choosing favorites or unfairly right. burdening them um, but that they also understand that this is part of their responsibilities in being part of a family too and yeah. so that part I'm I'm feeling really encouraged about I know that there will be times where we get in a really good groove and it'll all feel flawless and I feel yeah. like I know there's going to be other times where it feels like right. nobody's doing their jobs I don't remember who's supposed to be doing what right. and, and it feels like it's all that, falling like, apart and this system 
our method might not work at oh, all. And you sure. have to just ditch it and make a new one. And yeah. Like, that's, like, what we've, like, Done over and, and over and like, over and that, over. It's not the, like, system or the method that you're implementing that's, like, oh, I finally found the magical answer to all of my life's chore issues. I always wonder when I see ads for things like this on Facebook. Like, like mom the homeschool mom chore manager I always wish that I could see how much they like once they've marketed it all and like packaged it together if they're still doing it how well they actually do it yeah because I feel like it's so easy to like Come up with a plan that you feel like you've perfected. So confident in, and you feel like it's going to be great. Until you're then in a new season of all your bins like labeled, Uh and like everything is where it's supposed to go, and you've got your schedule up. But again, this comes back to like what we talked about last week about like comparing ourselves with other people, but also like using other people like your your system you just explained might really help someone else and they're like oh this sounds it, can it so simple and easy even get brainstorming going yes like it like this look like in my home and this is like the sharpening we're supposed yes. to do with believers but then it can be really easy to take like one method as like this is then what you do to like su- successfully have a large family that runs well but I feel like but even forgetting with, that our husband's schedules may right. are completely different, or our personalities, or and even our, within our own large home. families and our own homes, like these aren't the methods that we maintain f- the whole time, forever. Right. Like we we're always tweaking, we're always changing things, we're always like. And sometimes it's a little tweak, and sometimes it's a massive overhaul, and we yeah. completely change everything around. Yeah. and that's kind of how I feel like I did to all my homeschool stuff this year, where yeah. it's just like. None of this is working. We're going to just change it all. And so, but it comes back down to like, it's really easy to either feel like discouraged or envious of like someone else in there, whether it's homeschool, whether it's chores, whether it's how they cook meals for the family, whatever it is, it's easy to just compare ourselves and then to feel like, oh, I just need to do it their, like their system in their way. I wish I could just be good at that or good at... And I think it's also, again, it's hard to not get in your mind that one snapshot of something that you've seen, whether it's through social media and it is an actual picture Uh with a description or whether it's you went over to someone's house one time and they were having like a really on day and their house was sparkling clean. And I mean, remembering like that's not always their reality. And so... There are going to be some people who are better at certain things than others. Like, they might always have a spotless house that looks great, but... Their they kids might, never play with Play-Doh. Or they <laughs> don't cook meals very often, or... Right. Or they don't have people over very often, or... Yeah. Right. There's... or Yeah. There's so many different aspects of, like, what goes into... And, like we've talked about other times, like, different seasons of where you're at in life. I feel like you and I just talking about how like we're in two different seasons even though it feels like we're in the same season because we do a lot together we're in different seasons in like our family dynamics of different ages and who who we have what age and I remember I've talked about this so many times I don't know if if I've ever have on here but I remember when I lived at my old house like one of our very first times hanging out you talking to me about like let's see how old would Graceland have been that time 
When we first hung out? It wasn't like exactly, it was when we were getting our families together. She probably would have been like three or four. Four. When we very, very first met, she had just turned three because. Right. I think she was around four or so. But I just remember looking at like all of your kids, and you probably had like what? Five, six at that time? I had six when we met. Titus had just been born. And I think I was probably pregnant with number four or something. And I just, either way, I just remember you saying, like, you're, like, coming up to, like, you're climbing up the hill of, like, how hard. Getting harder. It's, like, the season you're in right now is, like, the, like, the uphill climb of, but once you reach the top and, like, I remember you saying, like, once Graceland is, like, five and, and then six and, that like, that you, it does change a lot. And I just, because when you're at that stage and you have, like, even if you only have two or three or however many like little kids under five, it is a completely different like. You can't even fathom outside. You like, can't fathom it. I know, but I remember you saying that to me, me being like, okay, like you're just in that like almost survival. Like you're doing everything for everyone because no one can really do much for themselves, and so I feel like there's also you. You think about when you're in that. You have three little kids and you're pregnant with your fourth. And you think about having seven or eight or nine kids right. and it feels like that that's impossible. It's right. impossible. I can't right. I can't uh, have forgetting that like if you had seven, eight or nine kids, your current kids would be like in a totally different age bracket, like by that time, right. typically. Not to say that Right. I'm sure there are situations with adoptions and foster yes. or some octo mom right. or something. <laughs> but Within those very, very, well, I was going to say within the, like, very unique circumstances, God provides ways and organization and things that even work out for that, that... Yes. But... But yes, the it feels chances like a different... that you're gonna have that is right. usually pretty low. And I think that's how people can feel. And I know I felt at a time of like, I can't just see how many babies God gives me. I can't just let go of that area of my life because I'm already feeling like I'm drowning in this area and I only have three kids. So like I can't just let that go and then wake up tomorrow and have seven kids all you under three. Feel like, like that feels un- like that feels unwise. Yes. Right. Like, but that's I need where to be you a good don't steward think steward through. Of my... Yes. And it just, well, and it, even if you try to think it through, there's still a huge aspect, even after someone saying something like that yes. to you and even trying to It like, was encouraging, but it's still, I feel like I feel it now and I think about that moment so often now, how many years later, where I just think about when you said that to me and I, I, I felt encouraged and I felt like, yeah, she's probably right, but I still felt like... But it still it takes this feels. act of like faith yes. and trust yeah. and like okay like yeah. really though yeah like, and even like hearing you talk about like your like what your family dynamic and the methods are right now it's it still feels like you saying like well in four years from now and your kids will be all these ages it feels like well I'm kind of already there like they're close enough so but it doesn't feel like you're describing it and it's because I'm not like I'm in a different. But still, like you and I are still... And if you made the mistake of trying to take the things I'm implementing and put them on your kids in the ages that they are, not that they couldn't do them to some level. I'm I'm saying, I'm I'm not expecting, but I'm saying if 
all, all parents are going to decide. I, I guess I'm saying you can't decide for another family what ages they, you feel like they can already. handle doing yes. like laundry or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is if you try to. There's always this temptation to want to like hurry them up just a little bit more yeah. beyond where they're really at. And yeah. So it can be hard not to mm-hmm. just be patient and yeah and I think there's also the encouragement of um at times remembering when I do feel like I know it would be so much more fun for them like they're a kid I just they they would want to be riding their bike right now instead of in here helping me but there's there's an aspect of remembering like what we are preparing them for 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 in life yeah and the the gift that we're really giving them that I guess Sometimes it can feel like painful and hard to be disciplined in certain things and do things, but that when my kids know how to do laundry and know how to cook things and know how to do these different things, Mm -hmm. that is going to be a gift that I'm sure that they will look back on. It's not like that's all I'm letting them do and I'm never giving them playtime. Right. But for the parents who are like, oh, this isn't their job. They're just kids. Like, that's one of the aspects, I think, where we've really failed. Yeah. A lot of the... Our our generation Mm -hmm. and the next younger kind of the 10-year bracket right below us is a lot of kids kind of being... Like, things being done for them and not being, you know, their parents only did have two kids so that they didn't get too overwhelmed so that they could do everything for them. And um, then it kind of sends you off into life like you feel intimidated about trying to have a family to manage. And you are just kind of left to figure out... Right. As you are thrown into it instead of feeling right. like equipped and prepared for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's just so interesting how I just feel like these are all things that I was. Like, I never was told or taught, like, I didn't know people who had a lot of kids. I didn't know, like, I very much grew up, like, or yeah, there's only, like, two kids in the family, and the parents kind of do, the mom does the cooking and the cleaning, and the kids just be kids, and so. Well, and I do think that to some degree, I know in the, in, in our house, I, I mean, I can't fault my parents for this. I really appreciated this. But with having us be in school, you know, my dad did kind of have the expectation of like, well, that's their job. That's their job. That's what they focus on. Like that takes so much of their time. Right. And Which it does. I mean, it takes a lot of extra time to have to get up and go somewhere else and be right. in classes with all different teachers. And right. I mean, even when you think about that, you're switching classes every year and to to, to new teachers and yeah. the dynamics that it takes to for teachers to right. figure out kids and for kids to figure out teachers and expectations and all of that. Like, there's a lot of time that gets yeah. kind of, I don't know if, I mean, wasted, essentially, 
that uh, there wasn't a lot of time when when I would get home from school. To like, I mean, yeah. we still did chores on Saturdays. It's not like my mom never had us yeah. do anything, but it was. It did seem a lot harder to like know, like how much do we make right. them do when, yeah. you know, my mom's job was kind of like, well, I'm home and right. She did a lot. She helped my dad a lot with his work and, but, it is just a totally different way of doing things. I yeah. mean, so. Yeah, it's been interesting to kind of figure it out little by little and Yeah. Um in completely other news that okay. has nothing to do with this and is not important at all, but it popped in my head. Okay. My kids were really excited because I like one day delivered the blue raspberry electrolytes to them and got them today. So, oh, we just had them for dinner. Did they and, love it? Oh yeah. Sorry to put that pressure so, on you. If you are in need of any electrolytes, I blame I blame Nicoletta. I know, really, she really, did this. So don't be like hating me about really it. Her but fault. she Nicoletta. is the one, and I know she'll listen to this. Do you listen to this, Nicoletta? She, I think she does. She's brought it up before. Yeah. Well, so I think she does. Anyway, it's your fault. She's the one. So we have our friend Nicoletta would used to like serve us this electrolyte. Used to. I mean, if we went into her yes. home. Yes. No, I'm be, I feel like today, every time we come over. Any, any person that walks yeah. into her home, yes. she's like trying to hand you yes. one. Can I just get you some electrolytes? And you're like, uh, sure. I guess so. So anyway, we used to try these electrolytes. It's like a powder you mix in water. I think the real shifting that I would blame you on. Is like letting my kids have it every day. Letting them have it every day and trying multiple flavors. Oh, well, because that's so fun. I want to try multiple flavors. I know, but... I, I didn't I, buy multiple flavors for my kids. We bought... Tim and I bought multiple flavors because we wanted to try the flavors. I know. They're just so expensive that I well, feel like... Well, this has been us building up our stash of multiple flavors for the last nine months. Like, we, we have them on our subscribe and save, and then we just change the flavor every month. So we get one a month. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I've had the one thing of grape ones for so long that they got, like... you don't like, give them to your kids. I know, but they also got sick of it because it wasn't, like... Now it's, like, this special thing of, like, oh, look at all the flavors we could try. I don't think they even realized there were a lot of flavors. <laughs> it was, like, we just yeah. use this when it's necessary, and now they're, like, we need to try all of them. And I'm, like, ugh, this is so expensive. Anyway, if you are in the market for... Great electrolytes. It's called Thankfully, Ultima. I U-L-T-I-M-A. will. U L T I M A. Ultima Replenisher. Yeah. It's on Amazon. There's lots of flavors. I would say the the grateful the thing I'm grateful to you for, Nicoletta. Very very grateful to you, is that she never serves them to us at the strength that the bottle recommends. I don't even know what the bottle recommends. A full scoop in 16 ounces. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That would be, that would go fast. We do like an eighth of a scoop in our like kids cups. Right. So probably in like four, four ounces. So you probably do like half a scoop in 16 ounces. You probably do like half strength. Yeah. Which is a big deal. 
Because making it, it last twice as long. Making it last 180 servings versus 90 is kind of yeah. a lot of a big deal. Yeah. So I'm saying if they had this expectation that they should be full strength. Yes. I feel like they don't. They've never had that expectation. They've never. They've never gotten it full strength yes. at all. I feel like. Today, I didn't even do it half strength. I did it less than that. Uh-huh. I think my pitcher was... Well, maybe I did it around half strength. Yeah. I, I think I just think, well, we're not a family who, like, buys soda. We're not a family who does have juice. Like, we literally are, like, this a... This is, like, the most fun we thing. We only drink kids. water. Like, people come no. over, and it's like, we have water. Mm-hmm. I think we might have some milk for cereal, Occasionally, but water. Very rarely, I'll let my kids have a, like, Dixie cup full of almond milk. Oh, And they special. think that that's special. Or we'll juice, like, we have an orange oh. tree in our back, so... In our back, in our backyard, we'll juice sometimes, and that's like my kids love that. But that's like I know that's all we. Or I'll make a smoothie. Like these are the fun drinks our kids get, and it's not often. I know so it, it just sucks because Kool Aid is like yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, but it also has crap in it. I it know doesn't have crap in it. I know that's what I'm trying to. That's the the hard balance. Well. I was planning to get Brinley for her birthday on Saturday. They have like individual packs. Yeah, I know. Those are so expensive. They're like a dollar a pack, but I was just gonna buy her one of every kind. But maybe that's gonna make No, please make your, don't do that. <laughs> make all your kids and try all the kinds and then want all of the different kinds. They already want all the different kinds. So it'll just make it be like I have to decide whether I'm gonna like make her share sips with everybody or she's just gonna get to be like I get all the kinds Uh and they're not gonna get we're not gonna get this monthly this will be like maybe they'll get to try another another one in like four months yeah when I think I put it on my subscribe and save for like every six months oh but I Mm -hmm. but I overnighted the one flavor because they were wanting it it so badly yeah and it is really good I approve of the blue raspberry. The grape, I don't... I think the grape is fine. The only reason we bought grape is because it was the cheapest option when we bought them. Oh. And none of us love it. And I was glad that none of us love it because... Yes. It doesn't tempt us to want to have it more frequently because... So, I've only used it as, like, when I need it, when I'm pregnant and I know I need, like... I normally would have grabbed a Gatorade because I'm feeling, like... Dehydrated and... Yeah. So, my grape has lasted a long, long time because I never am really tempted to use it, but I do have these nice glass pitchers that are like... that we've talked like a good 10 minutes on the electrolyte powder. You know? (laughs) The important things. We gotta get it out there. I've got a glass pitcher that I feel like is going to be great for making it in a big... Serving. Because I feel like it will just make it... Easier and even that they're all getting at the same strength, and I'm not trying to like. That is the part that I don't like because they get all the bottles and all the kinds out, and then it's like each kid is like, "Which kind do you want today?" And then they're like, "I make Grayson be in charge of like actually like pouring them in because she's very fair." But that just since it's become like an everyday drink that they're having, it's getting a little like. I need to just make a picture of it. And be like, this is the flavor we're having yes. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that is like 
Just hearing you describe that is giving me anxiety. Okay, but I, I also have significantly less kids who drink it. I know. Than you would, so. Still, what, like five of them? Yeah. Yeah, but still. Just they line up their little cups, five know, of them, and Jason's like, which kind, boop, which kind, boop, which kind, mixes them up. I know, but having all of those, like, containers and lids out is what I think mm-hmm. feels the most I think because I've just... Let them do it. It's Graceland's thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if she asks for electrolytes, I say, like, sure, but only if you're going to make them for everyone. It's sort of like my kids getting making vitamin piles for everybody. Yeah. They do that every day. Just, and, yeah, that's just what... But I feel like that's less, like, needing to pour and stir and get, like, multiple things out. It's just their vitamin C and their vit- multivitamin. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You got any That's thing popping in your head? Maybe somebody really needed that information about electrolytes. Maybe they really did. I mean, we are coming into summer here, and in Arizona... It's hard to stay hydrated well. Yeah. Especially if you're pregnant. Because you shouldn't just drink straight water. Right. You should salt your water or have some kind of... Have electrolytes because it will almost throw your blood salt intake off if you're drinking tons of water and not... And it just feels impossible in Arizona to drink the amount that you like your body needs in the summer if it's just if, if it's only water you're not like getting all of the things that you, unless you add something else to your water right because it like will dilute it right. will be yeah so i feel like it doesn't feel hard to some of us to just drink that much water as far as like me. i'm never a, i know i love water it, i don't it hands down i don't mind was like, like the taste of it but glad you were able to because sometimes when you acknowledge yes, it I and know. you're like but it felt like, like it was coming I suddenly was like stopping talking yes um so yeah you like the taste of water but then you were gonna say but I just don't ever think about drinking it and I don't it's not like I ever really crave I have to be like I'm drinking this yeah so what would you say your ratio of like water versus other things mostly water I would say two-thirds. You drink a quart of the pregnancy tea. Yes. And you drink electrolytes. I don't drink electrolytes every day. Oh, just sometimes. When yeah. you when you make yourself electrolytes, how big of a... Like a 16 ounce, like a half a quart? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. And then you just drink water the rest of the time? Yep. You're a no ice water person? No, I'm an ice water. Oh. Not a lot of ice. It's, it's a ratio that is very specific. Because... I use the RO, and RO is not cold. So I add ice just to make it, like, slightly cold. I don't like, like, right. freezing cold water. I can't drink much of that. But you don't want to... I mean, and I feel like, obviously, it changes a lot versus, like, winter and summer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have a water cooler, so... Right, so it comes out cold, so I wouldn't put ice in that. I don't drink it at that temperature, ever. Right, I mix it. And when I get water at your house, I mix your RO with your cold water. Yeah. So it's, like, Half and half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We are just giving all sorts of tips. (laughs) Yep. Well... Uh, Tim's parents come next week. Yeah. And so that'll be fun to have them. We haven't seen them since Thanksgiving. They're going to be staying a week and we're going to try to work on our closet project in our 
bedroom. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, and when I have my ultrasound. Yeah. Next. Which Which doesn't feel that exciting because you already know what you're having. Right, right. Yes. I mean, not that it's not exciting. No. But I feel like having, especially the fact that you've had a couple. Right. Feels still exciting, but not the like. Totally. I very much agree. So, like, I don't even know if Tim's going to come. Yeah, it's always exciting to see the baby. Yes. Um, But, and I I think it is really exciting that his mom can be here for it. Yeah. So. I agree. Um, I'm still feeling the same. I tried to not take my diclegis this week, and it did not go well. So, back to taking that. I did today, though, take extra B vitamins. Didn't do it. (laughs) Didn't help yet, but... You took extra B vitamins, but you still took diclegis? Yes. Okay. So, but I was hoping it would give me like help me be less zombie like. Oh. Because I feel like normally, before ever like being pregnant, taking like I would take B vitamins and it would give me like. I know energy. you say that, and I, I know have you had never. Ex- no experience but I feel like you've been taking it. B vitamins for so long. That- no, I didn't oh. start taking them until way after you. Like, really? I'm on my first bottle that I've ever bought of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I've always felt like that, but... Makes my opinion, but I I don't feel like I feel any significant change at all Hmm. in, like... I feel like I take them in the morning because I know that's when I'm supposed to take them, but I feel like I could easily take one at night and it would not give me any problems at all. Hmm. I should try it and see. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like an energy... Like, wow, I just feel great today. Yeah. So, but I don't ever usually <laughs> not feel, I usually feel like I have a lot of energy Yeah. either way. Yeah. So, I take a lot of other vitamins. Maybe there's something in those. I don't know. Wow. Um, yeah. I was suddenly feeling this urge to buy liver capsules. Oh, even though I'm not pregnant, I feel like it's something that I'm trying to remember if I even took them with Paxton. You bought them. You had them with Paxton, didn't you? I for sure took them with Deke. Oh. I don't know if I took I them with we were, Pax or I, not. I need would have to look back at my Amazon orders. You have but. to go back to our podcast during that time because I know we talked about like Wait, supplements and things. I probably did because I, maybe it wasn't Deke that I took I them think with. It was I think Paxton. it was Paxton because I think. We had a whole podcast episode um, talking about, like, supplements and yeah. things you were taking, too. Right. It was it was with our, like... Yeah. And I feel like I remember talking to Nicoletta about them, and she wasn't in my life. Yeah. Yeah. For Deke. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not pregnant. I know that part. Yeah. I just don't know why suddenly the other day I was like, I should order some beef liver capsules again and oh. start taking those, so... Hmm. I'm trying to decide if that was just a random thought or if it was like some you really intuition should. that like my body would really love me for it and I need to do that. I don't know. We'll see how much I keep. I I get these things where sometimes I'll have something pop in my head and it was just a nothing. Sometimes it literally feels like even as I'm like talking to you about it right now, like. 
I can't describe it because it's not the same as a food craving. Because a food craving, there's an element to yeah. it where you, like, want the food. Yeah. And so it feels different. It's not like you're desiring beef liver. But there's, like, this aspect that feels like it should be tied to, like, my mouth watering only. My mouth isn't watering because it doesn't sound delicious. But, like, that... That craving? Feeling inside of me of, like, hmm. beef liver capsules sound great. That's so, so weird. I should probably order some and take those. I don't know. Huh. I know, I know. It's really weird. Really strange. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite parts of going running, this just made me think of this, is the, like... (laughs) Oh, this would be actually an interesting question. I think I know the answer. When you go on your walks, do you have, like, a typical route that you always do? Do you change it every single day? Like, what? Yes. Which one? <laughs> Both. I, I feel like I How have many? my, like, normal route, but then every couple, like, every couple of times I walk, I switch it up. And do you always, when you switch it to something different, do you always do that one then for a couple of times? No. Or do you, nope. do you just switch it up one time and then go back to your normal? I like to, to normal... be like, I'm going to just start walking one direction. That's Oh, I always walk this, like, I always start in the same direction. Like, going past our houses, past the Johnsons. That's always the direction. But then I'm like... I mix up, like, do I, to, I don't, like, think through, like, uh, the length it'll yeah. be if it matches up with how much I want to walk that day. I just go, like, and left. We're going left. And then I'll be, like, but and So no. you do that every couple of times, but then you go revert back to your normal yes. one that you know mm-hmm. for, like, a few times. Yeah. And then, like, so it's, like, if you have an adventure stay, yeah. you do the, uh-huh. like, left and right thing. Yes. But otherwise you have. Yeah. Because and that's how sometimes I end up walking more than I wanted to because... <laughs> I feel like that is the difference between us yeah. because you can't, like, as... I don't think it comes as naturally to you to just kind of have an instinctual knowing of, like, if I'm going this direction and I'm, like, still headed further away that, like, I have to get back and that's going to be, like, this... I mean, yeah. to some degree, I, I think, think I you do. can. I just don't... You just don't choose to I don't, try to I think about I don't that. try to think about it because it just feels like... Because I'm, like walking as fast as I possibly can. Like, I'm power walking. And it feels like if I need to then, like, walk the rest of the way, like, as a normal pace, that feels like... Right, if you get to... It's not like I'm, like, gonna die if I... So, when you come back, Uh do you always come back the same place, the same way, or no? Or do you sometimes come back from either side? Either side. Oh, no, I always come back down our street. I never come home the other direction. Like, I figure out my route, so I'm always still coming back down past the Johnsons in your house. Right. Like, I have to... stop. Like, that stop sign is, like, for me, that's, like, literally, I don't... I mean, because I walk to there before I start running. Okay. So, that is, like... Yes. That's where I have to start and stop, Uh except I have one run, just one, that is, like, exactly a mile, that is my, like... If I know I only have time to do a mile, it's one that, like, I end up ending, like, coming in from the other side of the street. I never will okay. run in front of your house. I'll always run on the other side of the street and run down 
four houses uh-huh. and it like ends there and then I like can finish walking back down the street and back uh-huh. like but it's just like where I figured out is exactly a mile to go yeah. that route and so that's the only one that I ever 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 will finish there otherwise I will do almost anything I need to do to like Yes. Come back to. I'll like be like I'm really tired. I want to be done, but, but I have, I have to, to go down like one of this, the other two yes, streets yes. in so order I to get back yeah. to like. Uh huh. Yeah, I do the same thing. That is so funny. I was gonna talk about how there's this like some days when I go on my runs, it will feel so strongly like I have to go left right now. Like I have to turn left right uh-huh. now. Yeah. Or, like, whatever the case may be. Sometimes it feels completely indifferent, and it's just like, oh, I don't know, I want to go this way. But there are times when it's very strongly feels like I can't even imagine, like, going that direction first in the neighborhood. I have to, like, go that direction first, or I have to go this way, or I need to go around that loop, or... It's really fun. I love it. Yeah. That's, like, one of the things I love the most about going on runs is figuring out what my path is going to be that day and not ahead of time like during it i don't ever figure out yes i never figure out ahead of time and makes me sad thinking about the nice weather we're not as limited i know i think i don't feel nearly as sad as you do because i'll just get up early and like run it's still hot though you feel differently if you were like huge pregnant trying to do it I feel like you're so hot when you're pregnant. I usually run until 24 weeks with any of my pregnancies, I think. I I know, but I don't feel like it's the running aspect. It's the being out in 100... I know, but I feel like I run. I feel like maybe I haven't run all of them outside, but most of them, I feel like several of them I've run until no matter what time of year it is. I don't know. Okay. I know I've done some at Planet Fitness on the treadmill. You could just go there. Get on the treadmill. And wear a mask. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> it would like help your lung capacity. <laughs> you'd be you'd be so in no. shape after this pregnancy. I would be dead. I would be <laughs> passed out on the ground. <laughs> Maybe that would help them to change their mask policy if you I'd like sue them. You'd have, like, a incidence. If Maybe if you just had one incident... Then I could be exempt. You would, like, have an exemption. Because they'd be like, oh, we don't want that pregnant lady to pass out again <laughs> on the treadmill. Uh, well. Just walk in the middle of the night. It will be fine. I'll probably be up anyway. I know. See? But then it's not like it gets magically cooler in the summer. Right, but at least it gets down to, like, 88... You're just going to have to do your water aerobics in my pool. Yeah. We're going to have Abby doing her water aerobics. My kids are all going to be inside at the sliding glass window watching her while she's out there by herself. I could make you some sweet, like, 90s. Jams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could, like, put the projector up and have, like, a video. That just made me think of today. Today we went and had ice cream and... Our kids, some of them rode back in, some of Abby's kids rode back in my car and some of my kids rode back in her car. So when we stopped to get off of the freeway. Yes. (laughs) 
Abby's kids were like going crazy trying to get her attention because our cars, <laughs> our cars were right next to each other. But Abby was doing something on her phone, and her kids are like banging on the windows and like yelling and like, "Do it again! Do it again!" And I'm just like staying out of it, not like. <laughs> but my kids are like, "Guys, I don't think she can hear you." And one of my twins is like, "Cause she's on her phone." And then they're all like sitting there for a second, all quiet, and they're like, <laughs> "Look at her face." <laughs> Of why we get, when we got home, Sailor Kill he was like, Mom, we were trying to talk to you. And I'm just like, Yeah, I saw you guys. Great. Like, I knew I pulled up next to you. Like, oh no. I it didn't was like think a there whole needed thing. To. It was a whole thing. And then I like really disappointed them because I was in the slow lane and Kate gave me one mission was to beat you, but I like wouldn't speed around to try mm-hmm. to like. For a while, I was, like, behind you. Yeah, we were going back and forth, uh-huh. and then I was in the slower left lane, and you, yeah. like, got through two lights Yeah, it, in it front was, like, of me. just cut off. That it was, like, guys, this might be your mission, but it, we failed. Like, we <laughs> will not. There's no possible. They're, like, don't you know a shortcut, Mom? I'm, like, no. This is the shortcut. This the shortcut is the, is- this is the, sh- the fastest way, and she got through the light, and we didn't. So, so we've failed. I'm like, you guys are going to need to come up with a new mission because our mission, we've already failed. (laughs) So then they had a new mission. See, we were, well, in my car, it was just, why I was on my phone is because all these girls are, like, giving me such specific song requests that I'd be like, well. We didn't even turn any music on. Kenzie was like, that's why I like going in this car because we get to pick songs. And Tim started this. And then it's just, like, an expectation that I'm like, the next light, you can tell me the song you want and I'll, like, find it and... Oh, yeah. Put it on and... My kids really get, uh... We rarely listen to music. If we do, they have no input into it. A lot of times we listen to nothing or we listen to podcasts that they don't care about at all. Yeah. No, we... Tim has... Yeah, that's... That's a very important part of going on a drive even if it's like no a short they drive I want to go with you well in our car we were our mission became after that when we failed our first mission it became to find 20 red cars oh so they did tell me about that too that but by sense. the time they got home they had found 60 red cars so oh. <laughs> they had were feeling really good about their mission oh, good being accomplished because it was like they was like well we found the 20 red cars and I was like okay <laughs> I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. It was great. But first, first before the mission to beat you, the first mission they first started was to find the cars of the rainbow in order. So first they had to find a red oh. car, then they had to find an orange car, and then they had to find a yellow car, then they had to find did they green, do and that? then a blue, and then an indigo. Uh-huh. They were very specific that it couldn't just be blue purple. Yeah, a blue, and then an indigo, and then a violet. Yeah. Wow. They did that, and then, so, it was great, but I just, 
when they said, look at her stink face. <laughs> you guys, Abby has My, RBF. I, if you I don't know do. what that is, like, Google it. It I will do. explain. Like, I knew I could tell Abby this and she won't be offended because no. she very much understands no. that this... Probably but, most people listening to this already know. If you know Abby, then you know, probably. Or you just actually no. still think I'm a jerk. <laughs> One or the other. But to hear them, like... Look at her. Look at her face. Such a stink face. <laughs> Just my face. It's so rude. And like, I should probably correct them also. It's kind of true. I don't know. Like, really what to say? Like, yeah. Guys, stop saying that about her normal face. <laughs> Some people just have stink faces and it's fine. So I just did it. I just pretended like I wasn't involved in the conversation oh at all. Oh my gosh, and I just that's so it. funny. Yeah. Well, great. Let us know. Do you also have RBF? Big stink face when you're searching up songs on your phone. <laughs> or just in general, when you're just in a relaxed state, what does your face look like? I feel like there's very, very few people in the world who actually have, like, a really pleasant look on their face when they're relaxed. Like... I can think there, of one specific right now. There are. those people. Mm-hmm. But there's not a lot that it's, like, Right. But really there's, like, pleasant. just a neutral. Then I feel then, like... I would probably fall in the neutral, I would guess. Yeah. I think you just have a more, like, come-be-my-friend demeanor than I do. I know. But I'm saying, like... If I'm just normally, like, not around Yeah, I think you're pretty neutral. The reason I have... The reason I would not be considered neutral isn't because my relaxed face is really pleasant and I have a... Right. It's because most of the time I don't have a relaxed face because I'm already over being like, hi, what's your name? Have you been Uh going to church here long? Uh And I'm just, yeah, I'm not sitting around during the times when other people might be because I I love people. I have a lot of people over at my house every Uh moment. It's it's my personality that makes it not like necessarily my facial. But But I feel like my personality actually makes my RBF significantly worse because I'm not super like extrovert. I, I like people. Yes, but, but I know people who are even worse than you. Yeah. To have the combination. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that because I feel like if someone approaches you, you do like meeting people and yes. you can carry conversations well. And yeah. so you generally like it switches quickly. Yes. But if they actually get the like, so I would be a person who would not be intimidated to approach someone like you. Yeah. That doesn't, like... A lot of people might be intimidated. Yes. I wouldn't be. But once someone approaches you, you quickly become very friendly. Yes. And yes. there's other people who, even if they like people, uh-huh. they're approached and then they're just sort of awkward and floundery around. Yes. That people are still like, I think they hate me. And, and they really that don't. That was a big mistake. Right. And it just takes like multiple mm-hmm. times of figuring out that's not true. So I don't think you fall into that far. Of no, I'm not that far over. But, but apparently that is my face. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder 
Yeah, I think a couple of your kids have inherited that from you. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't think Tim... Tim does not. No. no. Tim mm-hmm. has definitely more of a neutral... To almost pleasant, maybe. Yes. He might... He does have more of a pleasant face. Yep. And I feel like his personality adds to... Yeah, Chip is just a different... Species. <laughs> breed of... Yeah. Yeah. There's times that I'm like... He, like, looks like he's thinking about something, like... Mm-hmm. Important. Oh, well, not even important, but, like, pleasant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you thinking about? He's like, nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you look happy. <laughs> How are you looking so nice and pleasant when you don't even, you're not even thinking about anything? He's like, I don't know. I just... It's just my face. <laughs> See, so, that's how I feel, but in the opposite direction. Yeah, so... Like, I'm not mad at all. So I, w- I would classify Chip in the pleasant. Yeah. Pleasant category. Well. Great. Everyone comment pictures of your resting normal face when you don't have a reaction. And then rate yourself of whether you think you're pleasant, neutral, or RBF. Yes. I hope that none of you are offended that we keep saying RBF, especially when you Google it. (laughs) But But that's like the only way I know how to like really describe it. I know. We're trying to not be like say the words. Right. There was actually a big Facebook discussion on this recently. Oh, something different though. Yes, but but the same thing of if you use an acronym that the word is, that the letter is symbolizing a bad word. Yes. Then, I mean, and it goes into the whole nuancey thing of like but why is a word bad bad, or not bad and what context and is this so... If this is like we're causing you to stumble because this is you feel that we're really out of line and you can private message us that too. Take that into consideration. I don't feel strong conviction over this in this moment, but you never know. All right. Great. (laughs) Bye. Are we ending (laughs) this? Yeah, that's good. We're ending it. All All right. right. Bye. Bye.